Welcome to the Do You Believe podcast. Today we're going to be discussing Flat Earth. We also have a special guest, Aaron McCann. Aaron, say a few things about yourself. Oh, hello. You have a great, great mind among thee today. That was a bad way to start. Um, I'm not going to say what I believe at this moment. We're going to delve into deep scary places of conspiracy among the world of maybe your teacher when you were a little kid or i don't know wikipedia or nasa.gov youtube hit it shark <laughs> Matt, have you looked into it? In the flat earth? Yes. I've looked into it. All my experiments have been that the earth is round. <laughs> you did experiments? No, I didn't do any. Okay. Well, I didn't do any. I've flown in an airplane. Yeah. And you can kind of see it looks kind of curved, but it is also, the, the windows are curved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The fisheye lens. <laughs> That's always a good one. The fisheye lens. Just uh, giving a different perspective. So, Matt, what is your percentage that you believe the Earth could be flat? I'm going with about a... I used to say it was a... I would say it was a 1% chance that I thought the Earth was flat. Now I'm, I'm maybe at, at a 2% chance I think the Earth's flat. Ooh, upgraded. I'm upgraded to still barely... Um, like, barely any chance at all that the Earth is flat. But... I think from the stuff that we've talked about, more than me thinking the Earth is flat, I think that NASA is even more bullcrap than it was, than I did before. Yeah. I would say I'm at 10% for now. I still, I got to look into it some more. You guys are playing in two sides. Aaron, where are you at? You guys just don't want to sound, <laughs> don't want to sound silly for... What you guys really think? We've talked about this before. You know that I'm kind of still. Uh... I'm at zero. I'm a full heliocentric earther. I mean, because NASA.gov and, you know, when I got my degree in physics, everything just tells me it's, you know, we're spinning at a thousand miles per hour, faster than the speed of sound. You know, it takes 27 ish days to, in a month, for the earth to spin on axis. So, and during those 27 spins, the moon happens to you know, go around once. So that's just, <laughs> oh, such a coincidence. So there's a lot of questions there. Uh, I'm still at zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm the crazy one. Uh, I, I, I looked into it. Initially, I encourage everyone to look into it. Just because. <clears throat> I was with the people that said that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But they do have some compelling arguments. Now, does that mean that I believe it's flat now? No. But it's worth looking into. The, I don't know. It's like the whole thing where like they, they think it's flat and like all the stuff is skewed into the middle of the, like this flat, like the globe is, all the continents are like skewed to the middle, off centered to the middle of this thing. And Antarctica is this big ice wall around the, Right. The edge of the world. So you can't sail off the edge of the world like they think you can in Pirates of the Caribbean. But 
Right? You can't you can't sell off. The water's not flowing off. It's it could be like a never ending plane that just keeps going out, or it could be just a wall. And there's like this firmament shell or some protective globe, or it just goes on forever. Like space. I don't know. Uh, kinda. No, it's just like ice and it just or you know, you don't know. Who knows? There's a lot of this you don't know. There's so many levels. Where are we to this. starting at? Where are we starting at? I don't okay, where which I was gonna give a little background on how they say it works. Because there's a couple like there's a couple different levels of this, right? Mm-hmm. The basic level is it's flat. The earth or the moon and the sun are much closer to the earth. I think they say three thousand miles and they just kinda spin around the North Pole, basically. Yeah. And the, I think the, the seasons make more sense under a flat earth model. Yeah. Because on a heliocentric model, the sea, our seasons as we know it don't make a lot of sense. They always try to say, oh, it's just the tilt or whatever. It's just the tilt. But uh, during the opposite season, that, that distance is like millions of miles farther from the sun, I'm guessing. Or that's what I was reading today. So it's like. And then that kind of does more credence with, you know, the animal and, like, plants and, like, the habitat, wildlife and the ecosystems in the north and south. They're they're different. You think they would be more similar at, like, uh, different, uh, you know, points on the globe if it, if it were. I don't know. I, I don't think they match up if it was a globe, you know. Yeah. Does it... This is that's something I need to look more into. But I, think I think it's weird too that like recent, like the like the most recent version of Earth that NASA is now saying is the pear shaped Earth. Yeah. If, if flat Earth stuff hadn't come out, I guarantee you they would never have even mentioned the fact that never ever. Yeah, they'd be like, "Well, actually, it's not round." <laughs> They're like, "It's actually kind of pear shaped," and we've just told you it was round forever. So why are all the pictures round? Yeah. If NASA is now officially saying it's pear shaped. There's so much shady crap on both sides. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know. I can't just. So we can I, just talk about NASA being lying to us. I hope lies. <laughs> so we'll. Since, so to finish up real 69. quick, the the most hardcore model has the Earth is flat. You got waters below. You've got a place underneath the Earth called Sheol. You have a giant dome over all of the Earth, and that's where the stars are stuck, and that's where the moon and the sun move around in. Now that, they've taken that, like, literal from the Bible. Firmament, right? It's called the firmament. I was going to try to stay out of the biblical. Just weird. I was going to try to go all scientific with this. Well, that's, I just want, I say that because that's where they, where they get the idea from. Um but some people don't even believe in that. They just believe Earth is flat. But, yeah. So. Okay. So I'm going to ask. Okay, Matt. So we got to ask each other. We got to ask questions. The big question. The big Sorry. question. What causes the Earth to spin? According to NASA and the, all that stuff is, is the big bang. It's always NASA. It's according to what I've been taught in school is, was, you know, the creation of the universe exploded and all that stuff. They started going, and then this, you go around the sun, 
and the sun is like is where we stopped and it's made like when we spin around the sun but i don't know it's why do we spin aaron i don't think i don't think we spin i think we're stationary i mean <laughs> it's you know when you they talk about this spin uh their centrifugal center and centripetal forces but you know, I've, I've seen those uh, the wet uh, tennis ball experiments, and they'll they'll spin the tennis ball, and the water flies off. But you know, the way they explain that away is with gravity. You know, it's just oh, it's gravity. Gravity's but gravity, gravity is, is the answer the, for everything. Gravity's one of the weakest forces. You know, whenever they list uh, the forces, it's it's the weakest. You know, and but yet it's strong enough to. Hold the, the oceans onto the spinning earth. Like it'd be one thing if it was just holding the stuff on it. Let's say the earth is a ball. It's not spinning. Gravity is just holding stuff to it. Okay. But now we're going to throw on that it's spinning at some, what is it? 66,600 miles an hour or something. I mean, dang. That's fast. Yeah. Um that just takes us down a whole another rabbit hole. Are we going to talk about like gravity? Is it a? Are we going to go down that? Or are we going to just talk about flat Earth? We can go down that since Matt stepped out for a second. Well, I mean, gravity is—it's like the magic word they like to explain away everything with. But you know, I—I I think there's a lot of you know most flat Earth theories. Most flat Earthers are. Along the ideas of everything we deal with are is actually densities and buoyancies. You know, you, you get in water, right? And, you know, it's like you can float in water. Well, why? You know, buoyancy. You know, why don't you? Why doesn't gravity just pull you? Well, it does, but you know, once you get the air, uh, once you like breathe in real deep, you can kind of float, or <laughs> you have a you have a raft that's just full of air. Why doesn't the raft just immediately? It's you know. Well, you know, buoyancy. But if it's on, you know, in the air, it's like some people generally forget that air is not that different than water. You know, it's just uh, the density is different. So the buoyancy is different. So you get a helium balloon and then you fill that with air. Oh, that, that floats up. It's it's not all that different than a raft in water, right? But, you know... I think so. Gravity is the magic word, and scientists don't even know what gravity is yet, right? When I grew up, they just said, "Okay, smaller objects are attracted to bigger objects." That's gravity, right? Yeah. But that doesn't tell us much. No. That's just observing what's happening, but we can't explain the why yet. I think Einstein tried, but yeah, still I don't always, know for sure. I remember like a teacher, like growing up in like elementary school, which is this probably it was probably bullcrap because I just believed it because you know your teacher tells me that. But it was the idea that they're like, well, objects are growing something that's bigger than themselves. The Earth is bigger than you, and then this core of the Earth is the mag. It's like that's almost acts like as if like a magnet is what they taught me, and then like pulling everybody to the middle. And it's I don't know. It just I don't remember there being any like real evidence like they just said it and that's what i was like oh, okay my teacher got to get tested on that later so i remember that mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got gravity pulling us to the earth and when it's spinning as fast as it is is that would be making us 
that's going against gravity trying to throw everything off so that's got to be some intense gravity right. yet we can still you know, just walk around we don't really feel the effects of it there's just a lot of assumptions made like i told you it's like the same the same thing with like you know assumptions is like how far the uh, moon is from earth it's if you look at math, you know, I, I know they've done all uh, experiments to figure it out and they and what they determined, but it's, uh, you, we, we have a reference point for on earth, you know, you can, you know, if I know you're five foot 10 and you're standing next to a wall, you can, uh, you know, use math and, uh, geometry and maybe figure out the, the height or the distance of something else that's, you have a reference, but when you look at the sky and you don't know, actually, have the inputs. You don't actually know how like uh, wide, like the moon is, or something. Yeah. Then, you know, you don't have those inputs to actually solve that equation. But there's a lot of assumptions made. You know, like the assumptions made of that it is moving at certain speeds and at different angles. And you know, they're using the the eight inches per mile uh, mile square equation to determine the curvature of the earth and oh then we think that you know it's this distance to the moon then oh now oh we we've assumed it's this and between these stars here it's got to be this far but you don't have any real reference point because you know the conspiracy goes we haven't even really been out there i mean if we could actually get if we could actually get to the moon we could put something on the moon and you know then we'd have a real reference point. They, just, they destroyed that technology. Yeah, they lost We lost the tele- telemetry data. I, I watched. The we lost, you know, the three dimensional telemetry data that you know for the Apollo missions. Yeah, you know, like the most important data about you know our uh, three dimensional positioning. You know, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, Andy Bravo, who your video was from, he posted an Instagram. <clears throat> if you follow him on Instagram, he posted one the other day of. I think it was about it this morning, actually, of a, doc, a scientist from NASA talking about how they're like, yeah, we could go back to the moon. Except it'll just be too hard because we destroyed that technology. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. We destroyed the technology. Uh, Not even like we lost it. They said they destroyed it. Why would you destroy I mean, technology? So, I mean, a lot of the flat earth theory comes from, you know, it all stems from we've been lied to about going to the moon, about going to space, really. Everything's low orbit. Uh, they've never really been out in outer space. Yeah. Uh, the moon landing was fake. Uh, they have to perpetuate or continue this lie, or, you know, not in order to hurt America, hurt our, hurt our uh, uh, prestige, you know, hurt the, you know, NASA's prestige. Uh, you know, so the flat Earth kind of comes from, you know, well, we don't actually know what Earth looks like. Uh, those apollo pictures from through the lunar module back to earth are just baloney you know there's all kinds of videos on that there's a picture of the apollo 11 landing on the moon yeah who took that picture Mm -hmm. of it landing on the moon before they got out of the the ship there's Mm -hmm. a picture of well uh i don't know it's just it's just once you start thinking about all these things kind of logically it all kind of starts to fall apart it's like so once you kind of get past the idea of, uh, you know, that you've been lied to and they don't, we don't really go to outer space, you know, maybe they're doing some low orbit stuff and, you know, who knows what this orbit really is, you know, is it just airplanes up there at this, uh, 
outside of our electromagnetic atmosphere, you know, to where what they call what they're calling zero G, but it's who knows what it is. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I keep hearing at the inter because I'm call it the International Fake Station. So. <laughs> It's what, it's what might be I what like how they tell you, like, oh, you'll be able to see it tonight from space, yeah. the, the the International Space Station. So that, and like, how come we can see that space station from here? Yeah. But when they when you they show pictures of the Earth from the space station, it's a big blur. you can't even see a football field, and that, that thing's that, smaller than a football field. It's like for like I was reading today about Sputnik stuff, and it was like people used to say they'd see that flying around up there and you know how wide sputnik was it was like two feet, two feet or something wide yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something like that i you know i might be wrong but if it's it doesn't matter it's too it's, it's so one thing that so for matt it's been his skepticism stems from nasa lying to us right, right. so there are pictures of the whole earth yeah. out there allegedly one of them is real that is the one from the moon mission so you have to, if you're assuming that's real i thought they that's said it's pear-shaped though and that's not pear-shaped yeah so very shady but the rest are composites right low earth orbit that's what we're in is not you can't get high enough to take a picture of the whole place so it just takes a bunch of pictures and then pieces them all together and then they use graphic artists to to put that mm-hmm. on a globe and make it look real nice and earthy. Right. That's, a, that's an official that. statement. Right. Yeah, that's an official statement. That they, they say, made. we can't get real full pictures. We have to make this up. <laughs> this is my son, Roy. In case anybody wants to know, he's coming down to get something. <laughs> he's upstairs watching The Flash. Ooh. He's, uh, <laughs> he's come down to find his Captain Cold Lego, I think is what he's coming to get. Not your Lego? Okay. Lee, what would it take for you to like... Because we're all skeptics. We're all looking for the truth here. We're all... That's the reason we're here. You know, that's the reason I went and studied physics. I wanted to know the truth. I want to know the truth of the wor- universe, of the world. What would it... How far would they have to go to... And, you know, I can't even say they because... Everything you hear from NASA or, you know, peer-reviewed scientists, blah blah blah, you know, you you just don't you, you don't know where it's really coming from. So, what would it take for you? Would you? Does it have to be you personally or a friend of yours to? Right now, is, is YouTube evidence enough for you? No, YouTube is. <laughs> A video and picture evidence will never be enough for me because you can, this day and age, you can fake anything, right? Because even if it was like a mass, what if it was like 2,000 videos came out tomorrow and they were all uh, a bunch of flat earth, uh, like aficionados, and they all go down to like South America, the tip, and they all launch balloons up. And they all film kind of the same, and they, and they just kind of show it. it's like... It, it's it, you know there's no curve it's and they all show their equipment they it's like all detailed and you see that it's maybe there's an edge or maybe there's it just goes on and, and there's this land beyond I think would that be convincing if for we you? saw if there was lots of youtube picture evidence 
it would increase my percentage of belief. But I would always, then I would still hold that 1%, hey, the earth might be round, you know. Mm-hmm. So until, if I've, until I've done it myself, I won't know 100%. When you're relying on other people, there's always got to be some skepticism out there. What do you think would happen if, if, if like, because everybody just believes NASA, you know, <laughs> it's just, that's just it, you know, it's like, oh, that, and the school books, it's like, you know, oh man, I mean, it is epic, you know, like them as an organization, but if you were to be like, if they were to come out and say tomorrow, you know, they got a new director, and he just was like, going to come tell y'all, uh, Apollo missions were faked, you know, uh, you know, this and that. And, you know, we lied to y'all about the, the shape of the earth. What do you think will happen to the world or the, <laughs> or the, or the everybody who's so strong about, I think everybody would just be like, okay, yeah. All right. At least that's what they said. I think a lot of them would be, I think a lot of, a lot of people would be like, well, of course it was wrong. And then I think there'd be also people that are, that would be heartbroken. Like I think there's people like yeah. like I think that's the reason why I'm almost afraid for them to ever say that they like that they didn't go to the moon or anything is because like the people like the you know the, the quote greatest generation or whatever they saw on TV and trusted their government for them the same way to say we went to the moon and that's to them the moment of the great the peak of America and to to, to take that away from a generation of people. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Like I know that it would be horrifying because it's like if if they faked that, then you start to question. Well, maybe, maybe Vietnam, maybe all that stuff. Maybe why did we go there? Maybe all the things that you believed about your country before that are now questionable. I think it would blow open all the conspiracies, and everybody would believe every conspiracy yeah. at that point. because <laughs> this is like this is like the greatest conspiracy. Of all time, yeah. right? If it if it turned it out to turned out to be true, right. yeah, because this one has a bunch of smaller ones built in. Yeah, because I mean, okay, so I've been thinking a lot, still a lot more about uh, you know what was the the Nazis doing in Antarctica? Is this is this what they found? Is this what they hmm. is this what they uh, were 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 delving into? You know. Yeah, because we haven't talked about Werner uh, von Braun yet. Yeah. You know, his his fishiness. I mean, that's what you get when you don't tell us about Antarctica. Now I think it's a giant ice wall. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the one of the biggest key points to the Flat Earth Conspiracy is the fact that we are not allowed to go to Antarctica without notifying our government beforehand. And then if we do notify our government and they let us go, you can only go to certain spots. You are not allowed to explore Antarctica at all. You are not. If you go to, and if you go to Antarctica without notifying your government and you're caught, you go to jail. Pretty intense. And also, you are not allowed to fly over Antarctica. That's a, that's a huge... Because <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge red flag, though. Why? Why? Because that's the entrance to Hollow Earth. If it's just, yeah, if it's just a giant thing, a big ice thing with penguins on it, what the heck would you see from an airplane? Like, I'm sure lots of flights 
could save time. Well, they say, yeah, a flight from South America to Australia would be would save so half much time. time. Like, that's crazy. And the, and you can't say, oh, it's too cold because it's way higher in the atmosphere where they fly than in it's Antarctica. Cold anyway. so. <laughs> it's just shady. Yeah, Antarctica. And that's it's, it's true that like the Nazis were... Yeah. Their plan was for the Nazis. They were doing something in Antarctica. And then when the when the Nazis like fell in Germany, the plan was to escape to Argentina and then from Argentina to go to Chile and then from Chile to go to Antarctica afterwards and rebuild the Third Reich or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean I mean, what better place to rebuild your empire than the edge of the world, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. No one's looking for you if you're on Antarctica. <laughs> I mean, but their plans were were uh, were foiled when they, uh, you know, lost the war. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. And then, you know, after the war, their great scientists just so happened to get recruited by a company we've been talking about the whole time, NASA. <laughs> yeah, which you know if you. Watch a lot of the flat Earth video, conspiracy videos. They say NASA is what in, he, in Hebrew or means deceive, deceive or deceive, deception or uh, tell, something like that. Now, like most great acronyms, I think they came up with the name and then we're like, oh, oh yeah, that we're gonna be NASA and it's gonna stand for this, yeah. you know. You can do that with like almost anything. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, we came up with that. It. It's just a coincidence that it happens to yeah. mean that in uh, Hebrew. And they also tell us that it's the speed, rotation of the Earth is 66,600 miles an hour. And that the angle is, uh, was it 24 point something? If you take 90 minus that, it's 66.6. Six. So. Look into it. Look into it. NASA in Hebrew means to deceive. That's what all these Ooh. these uh. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't know Hebrew. Well, they did so do I, that. I mean, this is just a you know look it up on the internet. Before, I'll save all the theological arguments for the end. Yeah. But so let's I guess Whoa. take the Nazis though. I was going to say, let's take, when we finish up with the whole history of the Nazis, start looking at evidence for both sides. Yeah. And we could maybe ask Matt, you know, what makes you think it's round? And yeah. Like, what makes me think it's round? What, <laughs> I, I what makes you think it's round? <laughs> um, you know, I'm just, because uh, they went up to space and I took, uh, you know, pictures of it and, and photoshopped them. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the curve. I mean, if if more of the pictures were legit, I think I I would think this uh, conspiracy had nothing to it. You know, like I'd be like, okay, you know, if they tried lying a little harder, you know, I would probably be more indoctrinated. But but you know, <clears throat> it's like one of the big things. The one, the simple one, is like go on an airplane and look out, and you'll see the curve. The problem is. On curve. both sides, you've got you've got curved windows. You've got people using um, fisheye fish lenses. lenses. 
So we don't know what's true until you go up there and look yourself, right? Yeah. Now say if you're on an airplane looking out the window, look out and kind of move your head up and down on the window. And if it starts changing at all, then the window's messing with it, so you can't really use that. Yeah. Now the 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 evidence I like to use the best is the Red Bull jump footage. Yeah. You've got the outside camera which is using a fisheye lens and it gives it a huge curve it's ridiculous but then they switch to the in the capsule camera before he jumps and it's dead flat from what we can see so i like to use that one yeah not just that it's like all the experiments i've been reading about where people are measuring uh, mountains and buildings from hundreds of miles away and there should be uh, hundreds of feet even up to half to a mile uh, drop or so and you know the heights of these mountains or buildings and yet people are claiming you know they're they look see something and should be you shouldn't be able to see it and they can't see it and that's how a lot you know a lot of, not just a, not us because I haven't been doing any of these experiments but yeah. the, these uh, people that have been serious flat earthers are coming out being like yo there's, there's no curve there should be a curve and it goes on with some of the other podcasts and then videos I've been watching uh, and things I've been reading, people are saying, you know, you know these bridge builders build bridges for hundred mile, hundreds of miles, don't account for a curve. Uh, civil engineers build pipelines for hundreds of miles, don't account for any kind of curve. When you're doing hundreds of miles, there, there should be some, yeah, some sort of curve. Absolutely. The only, Some, thing, only one I hear about that they say, okay, we take account the curve of the Earth and the spinning of the Earth is snipers. Mm-hmm. They say snipers use the Earth's curve. And, and I know a sniper, and I'll ask him, and he'll probably say, mm-hmm. I'll ask him, I'll ask him. It's like, man, I just wing it. <laughs> I'll see what he says. And they, they said, and it's, it's there, there was one thing, it was like a 30-mile stretch of train track. If there was curvature, mm-hmm. it would be, it was like I can't remember, like six feet. Of extra material they would have needed, yeah. but didn't. So this is what brought me. This is what made me look into it, right? And I did the it. Stuff. Is the horizon thing that we talked about, right? So with the boats and stuff. Yeah. So initially, I looked into it kind of out of respect for all conspiracies. I didn't yeah. want to be biased, so I wanted to look at it. I said, okay. In my head, my proof that the Earth is round is that when ships go further out on the ocean, they appear to drop down and disappear eventually. So I, I Googled this, and there's like an experiment name for it. I can't remember what it was. But a bu- there's a bunch of YouTube videos that did this, right? There's a boat. They watch it. It goes out. It sinks. It sinks. It disappears. They take their, their camera lens, like, like a fancy one. They can zoom in really far. They zoom in. The whole boat comes back into view. Right. So that that's where the 10% comes from on my belief, because that was the one that I said, why would they even consider this when this happens? And when they prove that it doesn't, it makes me question a lot of things. Right. Right. Now, NASA has put out their their reasoning for this and they call it atmospheric refraction, where light is bending through the atmosphere. Right. And that's why you can see it. I mean, I don't know how to calculate that. And right there I ran into something that I don't I don't know if it is true. 
it's something I don't understand. So I'm going to have to look into it, look into this atmospheric refraction. I need to be able to see it, evidence of it myself. Yeah. Because that sound, when they overcomplicate so it so. with science talk. When I took optics class, I don't think some people say light bends from gravity, you know, but that's usually like around stars or around, you know, planetary bodies or galaxies. Light will bend around because the mass is so huge of those items. But when it talks about refraction, though, that's so it's like not bending, though, but it it hits it actually it must be hitting some other matter but it's changing its angle but you know how can you say anything like that when when photons or light are neither particle nor or they're either a particle or a wave they are both at the same time mm-hmm. i don't know to me if the one thing you could do the only thing you could really do at this point to disprove flat earth i think is to get in it, go out, and go around Antarctica. If it's the size of Antarctica that you would see on the globe, the north to south circumnavigation of Antarctica. That's all. That's all we need. Not east Just say, okay, governments hide all your hide all your crap. We're gonna fly somebody over just so we can prove to people the Earth is round. Right. right. Yeah. Hide your nukes. Hide, hide the nukes. Who's frozen? Hide right. the dinosaurs. Hide everything. <laughs> Because that's what it'll come down to, right? You have to do that, and NASA has to get legit pictures. Mm-hmm. It's one. That's the only way we're gonna. It's gonna have to even just be like they took a Polaroid, because <laughs> otherwise they'd be like, "Look, we printed this off the internet. We got this. We put it online. Well, now we don't believe it because it's online." It's just dumb. It's like the the live ISS feed on YouTube is just. It's an old 2015 video. Just yeah, it's a loop. It's a video on loop, man. And you're not you're not gonna know that. Yeah. No one just watching is gonna know that. And then what? Like the other videos of the guys on the space station where they like they disappear. Oh man, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of awesome. There's like, so much fake Pixar, yeah, kind of stuff going on there. Some Lucasfilm. Like this stuff, like this isn't even like, it's not even like we're being like conspiracy theorists about it. Like this stuff's fake. Yeah. Like obviously. Go look at videos after interviews of like with astronauts on space and they start to disappear and some of them will stop floating while the other ones are floating and it's, it's horrible. No. Yeah. I think a lot. I'm just convinced after watching the space bubbles videos that they're that they're just doing it <laughs> underwater. Underwater footage, man. It's underwater, just like they they shown us. We they train that way, and then uh, you know, there's all those videos, and they they'll show like little little bubbles coming out of their their helmets or their gear or something, and it's like okay, it's like okay, they green screened out of the the background, the water. I mean. Yeah. They have the ability to spend as much time they want making those videos. I mean, because general public, we don't really keep up with, oh, NASA put out a new picture, a new video or whatever. It's like they could have been working on it for like three years just to make it as realistic as they could. And then they release it and people analyze the, the bleep out of it and then, you know, catch little things that don't add up. I think it's ridiculous too. The, like they release those pictures of like other galaxies. How'd you get that picture? 
<laughs> How did you get that picture of that other the galaxy? Hubble, baby. You got the Hubble. That's but like you take a picture. I saw of a chart galaxy. that was showing that I thought the Hubble was off into space. That's on Earth. Isn't it? I saw a chart that says it's just orbiting low Earth orbit like everything yeah, else. That's right. <laughs> and so yeah. how we can see that far? Yeah. While moving? While the Earth's moving? While Earth's spinning? Uh, while the Earth's moving? Man. Uh, that's impressive that fast and then it gets a steady shot that's not blurred yeah I can't take a regular I guess it, you know they had that iPhone technology like <laughs> back when Oled when Hubble invented it and it was like where it just takes like a million little little snapshot pictures and then it picks out the less blurry one oh got it <laughs> it's like it's, God, it's, a, it's, it's also when you start to break it all down it's just like y'all are just making shit up <laughs> Like in all the pictures they show these cool galaxies with all these colors and stuff. They even say, you know, we had to add color to this because it doesn't look like this. this yeah, is... otherwise it just looks like a bunch we of think it has. Uh, <laughs> we think it has a uh, iodine and a uh, fluoride and, and then uh, a little sprinkle, a little silica, just just floating around. It's high pressure in it, so it looks a little a little blue and, and really light turquoise. We're just making that up. They don't know. Yeah, it's. So do y'all think that the stars are on the firmament with the uh, with water, like all those pictures of the uh, where it kind of looks like the, the bottom of your pool when you're at the pool at night and it's a little twinkle. Yeah, the stars kind of look like that's getting into the biblical realm. If yes. if it was flat and it was a, and there was a firmament, I would yeah. say that that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, hmm. in a high like in a theoretical sense, yeah. That would make sense. I think uh, a big problem with the arguments on both sides is that a lot of the stuff works in both models. Mm-hmm. Like almost everything that they've said, this is how the seasons work. This is how days and nights work. It works when you use the flat Earth model as well. So that kind of sucks. Like, yeah, just gotta go to Antarctica. I think, uh, they just. Their model's just so out there that they just keep adding more confusing, crazy things to it. Just say, you know, you don't have the mathematical background. Yes. Like the... It's really just... It's... You know, the gravitational constant. It's like, God, they say they measured it 40 times or, you know, probably more. But it's just like... And the same thing with the, the acceleration due to gravity. It changes, you know. It changes as you go up or whatever. Changes as you get closer. It it's not it's not consistent. And I was reading that about the gravitational constant, not even the gravitational uh, uh, acceleration, but the constant. They're like, you know, the, these 40, 41 times we've done experiments measuring it through the last I can't remember how many years. They're like, yeah, it's, it's not. It, it kind of changes. It's like, hmm. all right, I appreciate your your measurements. Of, your scientific measurements, you know, I do that junk at work, but it's like, uh, you're just, you're just making constant stuff. You're just making stuff up to, to fill, fill in your model because you don't know. That's the problem I think with sciences. They can't commit when they don't know. Yeah. Instead, they just put in some fake answer that most common people are going to believe. Right. right. And then it, and then, so that was the question, right? In the 50s, what's the Earth look like? Or after Apollo, what's the Earth look like? It's like they don't know. And they and they, they still kind of don't know. Yeah. That's why they gave us a whole bunch of perfectly spherical 
blue marbles, you know, the famous blue marble pictures, you know, it's like, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson comes out, oh, it's a little more pear, it's like a little fatter in the bottom, you know, it's like. Because that's a good way, too, if somebody did. Try to condition the public. If they did sail around Antarctica, and it did take longer, now they have their bases covered. They'd be like, yeah, it's because it's pear-shaped, it's bigger on the bottom. That's true. Ah, but then, but then it also just, it. I don't know. Everything we know about the way the Earth's shape is, has been lies. Because, like, if you look at a globe, and you look, if you look at a regular globe, they scaled down Africa. Yeah, big time. Africa is not. If you look at any globe, Africa, Africa is not accurate. It's way bigger, and Europe is way smaller than it is on a globe. Like everything, everything that they give, like everything they feed us, is is wrong. I mean, we didn't even talk about the map stuff. I mean, it's is it is it strange that the UN logo is the flat Earth? It's map? true. It's it, that is strange. Leaving out Antarctica, that is uses like a like a I don't know what you call it, just like yeah, something else is that like. Yeah. The only way I could justify that is if that was their way of trying to not be biased as to what's located on what part of the map. Because, you know, our maps, we've got North America front and center with yeah. other stuff. If they're trying to be impartial, but that's probably... It's, yeah, it's in the... It's what the UN logo, and it's also on a picture. The official USGS map i think yeah, uh, yeah. united states geological survey map or yeah yes. that's the map that they have in the air force one on the table whenever they like do meetings they talk about the globe that's the map that the president our president uses when he discusses Continuing. global politics on yeah. air force one probably does it's probably the same map in white house too we just haven't seen it but there's a picture of it from air force one it's, it's good to note that all ocean navigation assumes a flat earth when they're when they're doing it mm-hmm. i need to I look into that more like using the gleason maps the, uh, the gleason yeah. map it's... and some of the oldest maps i've seen are like that mm-hmm. wonder why <laughs> i think they had it figured out but i could see back in the day copernicus does his thing they run the math and it works. It does. And it they works. roll with it. Later on, NASA, we actually go up. Find out we're wrong. We can't tell everyone we were wrong. Yeah, because you're already put... Keep it a secret. Change it. You've already put all the money into teaching people a certain way. It's just... Mm-hmm. Education system. That's another conspiracy theory. Yeah. We don't have to go into indoctrination <laughs> of students. <laughs> It was like the other one of the other podcasts I was listening to today. They were talking about you know how it's like the World War II generation was like the last high mind generation. You know that think about things for themselves and you know uh, didn't really have the globe model hundred percent set in their mind. I mean, think about it. Einstein and them were still around, just arguing. Like Einstein shows up on the scene. He's a he's just self declared genius. You know, like. He doesn't actually, um, he, he he doesn't actually just uh, disprove uh, some theories with actual experiments. He just says no, you know, and people just you know went with him. 
you know, yeah, went with his ideas. His, he put his math out there. People could he put his math out there. That's the only thing he really yeah, he, he put say. he put experiment math is a general relativity. But you know, I think Tesla heavily, you know, yeah, when it gets him, I've he was never heard of Tesla until they barely I was out of school. They tried to bury him. Yeah, and like he did so much more than. Oh yeah, he did way more. Alternating Edison. current, you know, we got it going on through this house right now. Direct current sucks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. That's just. I think he just he goes into all the conspiracies, and most of them are government elite, you know, powers that be, uh, trying to hide the truth, trying to suppress the truth, you know, people that are really on to things, really know things, you know, and they they want everybody to see wor- the world for uh, what they want people to see it, not how it is. Yeah. They, uh, Tesla challenged the status quo, right? Right. He's like, this is this is how, this is what you guys are saying, but, you know, I, I'm looking over here, it doesn't seem right. And, like, he, he died poor as crap, right? Yeah. Just nobody... Part of it was people were scared of his technology. And I, mean, I think he was pretty big into the idea of ether. And he was. Ether theories. And, uh, he even put out that he was thinking that the moon is not reflecting the sun's sunlight. It's producing its own light. Right. Hmm. And the science community, of course, they're going to be like, nope. Yeah, nope. You don't listen to that guy. He's nuts. Yeah, they don't want. They're too afraid to question what they know. Right. If I was a scientist, okay, Copernicus came up with this idea of the Earth being round, did some initial math, and it and it works out. Okay, we now have new technology. Let's go confirm this. Yeah, because I mean, if that was like thousands, how long ago was Copernicus? That was a long, uh, so long ago. Greeks, uh, right? Like fourteen hundred, maybe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's oh man, we did those calculations and we used sailboats to get around the world back then it's like yeah tesla worked in the old paradigm of before einstein mostly so einstein i think i don't know if this quote's true it's on the internet though (laughs) but you know somebody asked um do you think he's the smartest man in the world or something? He said, I don't know, go ask Tesla. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, along the lines of <laughs> him giving credit to Tesla. For, yeah. He was way ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. He, he was. He, he, I would say he's the smartest man, smartest scientist in recent time. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Especially because now, most science now is all business driven. Like, there's not a lot of. Like if there is, oh, I'm yeah. sure there is. Oh yeah, it's all science. about money. It's all money. All now. money. It's like instead of like trying to actually figure out something. Yeah. Now they figure out thing like, well, if we do this, we can make money off of it. That's well, all the it people is. People who look into fringe science or universities and stuff. or uh, you know pseudoscience or I hate to call any of that. I like to think that any of it is just research or science. Who cares? Like, but they are people who aren't making money on it. They'll, you know, they want to find the truth, so they will go uh, uh, trying to research these things. Yeah, and I don't know why they call it pseudoscience. Science is just trying to find an answer 
and collecting data based on stuff you're observing. So if you're chasing an idea that seems crazy, other people, it's not pseudoscience. It's still science. You're doing it, right? Yeah. And it might be nothing. Yeah, it's all science is like weird now. It's not. It's nothing to like. No one's trying to discover stuff anymore. They think it's almost like as if they act like it's they like already we, have we, everything. We know everything, and that's it. That's all there is to it. Don't question. So now it. let's figure out a new way to make this computer in my hand make more yeah. money for. It's all. It's all <laughs> money now. Like back in like you know Plato Aristotle's day, they had people that just sat around and thought, right? Yeah. And tried to figure things out. Didn't care about money. Didn't care about that stuff. They were to, and we're at that point, right? In like in America, this is like a first world country. We yeah. have the free time to do this, but instead we're going to watch TV. Okay. Um, Which TV is great, don't be real. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anyone like that wants to figure things out. They're just like, oh, the scientists will do it. The scientists already figured it out. There's nothing to discover. There's scientists up there looking at all the stars. How many scientists? Well, you know. I think it's weird too. Even when from the scope of like our work, where we just work in automotive, as a company ourselves, we do almost no real like trying to make our systems better. Yeah. We still just steal it from other systems <laughs> still still from everybody else and company undisclosed company that we still steal it from other we never come up with our own ideas yeah still just making a and i think the more and more people stop caring about science there's gonna be fewer and fewer scientists which makes it easier and easier to put out bullcrap right mm-hmm. if all the science is controlled by the government those universities are owned by the states and the government and the only like free research is done by universities or private universities the, yeah. sometimes the, the, yeah well sometimes sometimes Duke. Yeah. and they're still you, know, <laughs> you got nasa you know they're the they're like the one the one pipeline right for almost all of this yeah and they're compartmentalized so there's a lot of people inside nasa who may I'd say probably 99% of NASA maybe don't know what's really going on or really know, you know, some of their uh, shenanigans, you know. It's like because they're so compartmentalized. Some of them probably work their own job, do their thing. They're probably fed data, fed things from other departments, and they may or may not actually know where they came from, and they're told to do something with them because, you know, everything's all about producing results or reports and blah, blah, blah. So, there, there's maybe even only a few people who really know what's going on there, and that you know they're like, yeah. And you know, if you're if you question it, then your your career's over. There. Yeah. If you're a pilot or something, and you're going through all these classes, and you know, and then you go up, and uh, you're you're maybe doing some of your early piloting for NASA, and your lower Earth orbit, or just vomit comet, and you're, you're starting to, oh, you know, maybe what if you do? You, you're like. No, it doesn't look curved at all up here. You you ask those questions and you never, but you don't bring it up because you're like, eh, I don't want to start telling anybody. I don't want to raise any red flags back at back at base, you know. So yeah, I think it's. I mean, NASA. I mean, especially if you look at there's other space programs. There are other space programs all over the world. Russia has a space program. China has a space program. Bulgaria has, has a space program. Space program. All these space programs. 
And they all get their like they get their stuff from NASA. Mm-hmm. NASA feeding all of the space programs. It's I don't know. It just seems like a way to funnel in billions of dollars into your just into your government can use for whatever just fake space missions. And you can't when you're asked to justify of we need a billion dollars or two for this. Yeah, you're like, well, you know, it's very expensive stuff. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, Give us we're the gonna. Money. You understand? And we're gonna send a robot to Mars. We're sending. So we need a couple billion for that a too. Chevrolet Tahoe to Mars with. <laughs> You know, yeah, and yeah, it, you're saying we rode that June buggy on the moon. If you, yeah. Yeah, that is, if anything, if if you can't get behind the moon being fake at all, watch the video of them riding in a car <laughs> on the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, did they did they get that back onto the module? No, it's supposed to it just stay there. Right? Stayed yeah. there. They say that you can. They say that. There's a new satellite out there that's pretty close and it can take pictures of the site and, it, and they say, oh, you can see the, the the landing module. It's there. Yeah. But there should be like three of them? Four of them? How many, yeah. how many moon missions do we have? Uh, six. <laughs> oh, six. six moon yeah. one so each did, one, one would require did. that. There was five landed on the moon. Six, six missions. Isn't that what it was? Or is it seven okay. missions in one... That's what it is. It's Apollo 17. So it's 13. So six missions landed on the moon. One failed. So there were seven mm-hmm. moon missions. Why mm-hmm. do you think you couldn't see stars on the moon? Because they, you, they, they, they didn't went, went to the moon. <laughs> they didn't go to the moon. <laughs> they say you can see, like, there's also that theory now that the, like, they're projecting images onto the moon. But you can do projection mapping. That's a real thing. Like, they do it as, like... I like for like on like buildings and stuff. So if you did have somebody in space and you projected on the moon, you could project mm. moon landing stuff on the moon. Yeah, pretty powerful uh, projector we need. Yeah, oh, you would need. Yeah. Well, yeah, you even if need. it was only three thousand miles. If it was only three thousand, or however close it is. But I don't know. Oh, man. the more I look, every time I look into stuff about NASA. It's all questionable. Every single thing about it is questionable. Especially when you they Russia before us was faking moon stuff and they got caught by America. America caught them faking stuff and told everybody they were faking stuff. Something I'm I've been thinking about recently though is you know, and I listen to some people talk about, you know, you got SpaceX and then you got Blue Origin owned by Amazon, Jeff Bezos. So you got both of them doing their own little space race of getting capital and money and you know supposedly landing their rockets back onto a a barge and you know maybe maybe they are maybe it's just bullcrap more hollywood stuff just trying to you know because it's all about money you know yeah spacex and m was milking uh you know investor money and government money for a long time and you know so it's 2018 it's starting to get, it's like, starting to get more and more like, uh, like, when are they actually going to start doing anything? What do they say, 2025 maybe? They're yeah, talking about doing some, some real missions. Is that the time you think we're going to start seeing them? I think. Flubber Guster, or you think it's going to be, oh, you know, 
we need more time or we ran out of money or <laughs> we don't we don't have the rocket power to we just can't ex- we the escape velocity of gravity 17,500 or whatever i think we just we bullcrap. just can't do it i mean i think that's all a bullcrap version of they're trying they're testing out new transportation to get you from one place to the other why would two gigantic companies want to go to the, the freaking moon just go to yeah. space in general. Is they going to send our Amazon packages to the moon? For, are they going to store them all on the moon? Yeah, you know Bezos isn't going to waste money on. No, that's that he's stuff. not wasting money. He's that's trying to come up with new transportation system maybe. to erase the idea so that he has control of transportation. That's what that is. That's all it is. It's testing out transportation equipment. What? They're they're testing all kinds. Of Tesla's already. Like, that's a good theory though. I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. What? Something I hadn't thought about. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, Musk I thought is about doing that, that once before. I was like, "He's already all everything that Musk is doing is all transportation technology. Like he's all tr- about cars, space, and now he's doing that underground, the underground tunnel thing, or hyperloop, or a hyperloop yeah. pod thing." But they're going to come to a time where, or do you think they try to talk about it so little that it's like, yeah, nobody really thinks you don't about want it anybody care. to know what you're doing, so nobody else copies off of you. But I mean, as far as just Inter, uh, interstellar, I mean, or just low orbit travel, you know, they, they've apparently supposedly delivered payloads to the International Fake Station, but, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but they've also had a lot of failures. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> here's something really interesting that somebody brought up. I think this is another podcast or video I was watching. This is something I hadn't really thought about, and this... You know, all this kind of touches on the conspiracy and flat earth and it all ties together because, you know, one's an information pipeline to the other. But it was like, it was like NASA's track record. You know, they have like a 100% track record for like first time. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Where like the first car, they were talking about, you know, like the first car, you know, no, the first train, no, the first this, it's like everything, you know, all these things that like. uh, civilian folks uh (laughs) regular old inventors and uh entrepreneurs you know have you know massive trials right and (laughs) design but then you know nasa though first moonshot knocked it out of the park uh this uh latest uh curiosity rover sent it to moon or mars knocked it out of the park i think that's why the space station knocked out park we had the challenger issue and stuff but you know, was that a was that a, a smoking gun for just trying to, you know, oh, well, you know, maybe those people did or didn't die, but let's let's have this one blow up so it makes it look like we don't do everything perfect all Kinda the time. Kind of like the Saturn, like where we sending the another rover to Saturn, and we mm-hmm. recently and they're like, oh, it missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't even say it crashed. He's like, oh, it missed. Because mm-hmm. NASA had, they were a huge failure off the bat, right? Right. Maybe you can attribute it to the firmament or not. But fail, 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 fail. Comes the moon mission. Perfect record ever since. Right. Right. Seems fishy. NASA. I told you, like, this, like, the more I looked in the flat earth, the more I just was like, NASA's bullcrap. Because that's what everyone goes through. Like, I'm just going to go to NASA. I'm going to get a picture of the Earth and prove my friends wrong. And then they get right. there and they're like, oh, it's not a real it's picture. Like like it's we not a real one. We haven't looked at that stuff yet. <laughs> it's like they act like we haven't uh, looked at it all 
all the pictures we could. It's like, okay, well then let's get, you know, the International Space Station. But the picture's there. Oh, that's, that's fake. That's kind of funny, uh, though. Oh, this video stream's a, lo- a four-hour loop. From a debunker <laughs> standpoint, though, you know, if you believe one way or another, like spherical, heliocentric Earth or flat Earth or some other kind of design, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's funny that, you know, you're looking into it a lot. I've been looking into it. And it's like, okay, you know, you, you find what tools you can to figure, to postulate an idea or theory or hypothesis. But then um, whenever they come back, they don't want to listen to you, though. But it's, it's like, it's just links to like NASA stuff or pictures. It's always, it's always the same thing. So it's, uh, that's not going to convince us of anything. I think we should be able to easily prove that it is round by looking at our national space program right there's so much fake stuff now you can't trust that anymore no Mm -hmm. that's what sucks yeah that's the the hardest thing is like dylan which he's been on here before so we can call him out by name doesn't like most of the stuff that he sent against it was all nasa stuff and then like that's all fake Mm mm-hmm I mean, those those rovers just look like my, my I, lawnmower, <laughs> you know, my cobalt lawnmower. I think it's even, even like the even, yeah, even the yeah, the moon like the like that moon rover is oh, the moon module, whatever you call it. I've been it. Well, it I've been looks in some like of them a piece of garbage. and if that they were real, you know, it's like this made out of aluminum foil and hair dryers. <laughs> And shower shower rods. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I wish we went to the moon. I will. I will. Like, if we did it, that is awesome. Like growing up, I was all about space, space travel, NASA, everything. It's just good this science sucks. fiction. It's all just good. It's I love it. It's good science fiction. I would never want to admit all the stuff is fake, but it does. It looks so fake. Yeah. I'm trying to just go logical at it all, like, just really think about it. It's like, really? That? You know, you, you just can't question it, because uh, I think you need to question everything, yeah. so. And that's, I'll say this, you know, we should not be afraid to question what we've been told, and that's kind of the basis of all these conspiracy and this whole podcast, is question everything. Don't believe what you're told, because it's well-known and all throughout history people lie to people to get what they want done (laughs) the people with the knowledge think that you know they're the only ones that can handle the truth the common people don't need to know i'm educated but my so my degree go investigate yourself that's what i'm doing so deal with it (laughs) People, I'm sure we'll, I'll get tons of flack from it. I've already gotten some from yeah. Dylan and stuff. I'm just looking into it because I don't want to take people's word for it. That's all. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, the evidence that I have in my life, because I have not tested it, makes me think, I don't think the Earth is flat. I'm not a flat earther. I don't think the Earth looks like what I've been fed yeah. my entire life through textbooks. And they've even admitted now that they're saying it's pear-shaped. So they're already changing what they're... NASA's changed their statement, even though they have pictures of the Earth. Yeah. They haven't changed those pictures. They're just saying 
It just completely discredits themselves, and yeah. now nobody's going to believe anything they say. So do you think they're moving through space? you feel like they're turning? I don't feel you anything. you feel like you should fit? Yeah, so you don't feel anything. I don't anything. feel anything. But they say it's just because it's so big. It's yeah. just so big. We can't. We're in a reference frame to where we just can't feel it. But we've been trying to talk about, you know, like if you're on a plane or you're on a train, you know, you can still kind of move normally. Like you're sitting in a train, you could, the, the, the reference point frame, you could still throw a ball up and catch it, you know. Yeah. You could still throw a ball up and catch it, but the train might be going 65 miles per hour, kind of like in a car or something. And somebody could be standing outside the train be looking and they can see through the window but to them outside the window it looks like you're going 65 miles per hour and that ball looks like it's going 65 miles per hour still but to you sitting yeah you throw the ball up the ball looks like it's sitting still you just threw it up and down right so i can i can get that's an observable thing you can observe that uh not time to like just a reference point uh, that goes in with general uh, theory relativity. That's kind of the things they discuss about, you know, just everything's all about reference points. But if you were to zoom out, if NASA really could zoom out and take a picture of us, you know, we all know the Earth is big, but uh, if it really was spinning at, you know, a thousand miles per hour or something, and then moving also at, 65,000 miles yeah. per hour or whatever it is. And the ga- and the solar system is moving. And the galaxy is moving. Crazy. I mean, is that why we don't feel anything? You know, it's, it's a reasonable question. It's like, we don't, yeah. you don't, even if you're in an airplane and, you know, yeah, your reference you point is still shrunk down, you can kind of relax in it and lay back. But that airplane's going 500 miles per hour. But if that airplane does stuff, though, you still feel it, you know. Yeah. If it, if you, if you, if you were in a fast enough airplane, you know, they say, and it kicks you back, you you feel that force, that pushback force. But you know, they say on Earth, you know, the Earth's spinning very fast, you know, to where uh, you should it should be technically flinging things off of it like a ball does, or like a like a wet tennis ball does. You spin yeah. the tennis ball. The water's going to fly off. Uh, but, you know, they say gravity gravity keeps all that in. So, it's like, uh, it's a reasonable question to ask, I think. It's like, uh, is gravity that strong? Is is there gravity? Is the Earth spinning? Why don't we feel anything? Is it because of reference points? Are we in such a low-level reference point that we just can't feel it because it's all so big and you know, yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting, and it's I think worth it's looking I think into. It's fishy. Guys. Look, into yeah, look into it. I think it's fishy because I wish I knew enough about the science of it to yeah. like actually go do some other than like weird light tricks and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I did one little thing where I said, okay, what's like I, I, I had trigonometry in high school, so I understood that math. It's pretty simple to me. Yeah. So I said, okay, how do they know how far away the Earth is, or the Sun is, right? Yeah. And I saw how they got it, right? Yeah. 
and it was making a triangle between the sun, the earth, and the moon, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, how did they figure out how far away the moon was, right? And they have all this math, but to do that, you had to know the circumference of the earth. Yeah. So I said, okay, how did they get the circumference of the earth? And then it comes down to that, that stick shadow experiment yeah. where you put in two different places and measure the difference in whatever. But, like, that works for the flat earth model too. So you're at a brick wall there. So it's just like, okay, can't use that, right? Right. And I think a lot of the math, when you backtrack it all the way back, eventually you run into a point where you have to assume the Earth is round. Right. So that sucks. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people talk about, say, you know, because one thing, you can't prove one thing with one experiment doesn't mean the other is automatically right. You know, yeah. so it seems like you're going to run into a lot of those. There's a lot of, like, correlation is not causation, right? It works for what you're showing, but it could be caused by something else. Right. Something you got to watch out for. But when the, I feel like with scientists, once something works, it's like, oh, that's it, done, got it, bam, without exploring maybe, is there another way that this could be working? Well, um, seems like we've lost Matt's uh, attention, so he's starting up the. We're gonna watch some fighting. Um, um, so okay, since we're all right, getting near the end, now we can throw in the crazy stuff and the theological implications behind this. So one thing is when we go and try and figure out something it just opens up even more complicated things and scientists have more complicated explanations it could be extremely complicated because the creator that made it kind of knew what he was doing right so i don't want to discredit that by saying oh it's so it's so complicated that's why it's false right you can't say that because like flat earth stuff is much easier to explain and makes more sense to us the other stuff is way more complicated, but it, it could be for a reason. But I think that's one of the, the big factors why I think they would hide it from us if they did find out it was flat, was is because that would mean the Earth is special. And if the firmament was real, that is straight out of the Old Testament, right? Nobody want like the evil side of things does not want that information getting out yeah they'd rather if it was all kind of stemmed from a religious uh you know origin then it's you know let's make everything seem um uh, not important not special earth is is on the outside of the galaxy it's not near the center like uh, previously thought, um, it's just moving through the solar system, through the galaxy, and it's it, and it's in an average solar system with an average star, and uh, it has a moon, and then, you know, it's billions of years old, like 16 billion years old, and then, you know, we just happenstance to be here through evolution that... Uh, came after a big bang of our universe that 
you know, like everybody says, nothing, nothing just decided to become something. And, you know, if it... It's all a big accident. Yeah, <laughs> if it, if it, if it turned out to be, you know, that's, that's the model that's primarily taught everywhere. But if it turned out to be the other way, that there, everything was created, there was a creator, uh, that uh, it is kind of the model that some flat earth models are, and uh, or the biblical model, um, then that would really put a, a, a dent in their uh, kind of mission or goal. When I say there, I mean like the elites, the the controllers, the the, the people who want to enslave humanity. So uh, that's it's a pretty big theological. Uh, it gets huge, and like there is no doubt. A huge battle between good and evil. So dark side versus the light side. Like, it's a thing. And everyone can, like, I know some people just be like, oh, it's just, you know, it's it's random. It's just, you know, whatever. But no, right? If you are on the the evil side, like NASA is, you have to (laughs) deceive everyone. They cannot know that like people try so it's it's kind of weird how people go so out of their way like scientists and archaeologists and all this to to disprove and not give any credit to any sort of finds that might say hey maybe the stuff we're reading in the bible are have some basis in reality i think it's i've always thought it was weird like how they just like, it seems to be this, like, they want, that's, like, their goal is just to disprove that. Yeah. Like, it's not really to progress science. It's just been to disprove the idea of a God, no matter what it, no matter which religion of it you believe in. They just want to disprove that. And that's why, you know, I've been listening to Graham Hancock, and he was the guy that was on Joe Rogan talking about, like, we have civilizations, ancient civilizations, way before what they tell you now, right? like 10,000 years before then and of course that's going to throw off everything right throw off evolution throw off everything scientists believe that's why they don't talk about it and that's why you never hear about it do you think those civilizations were yeah they like the evidence is like they were biblical model though (laughs) if here's here's a theory of mine and this is it's just a theory, and this is just for fun, so nobody call me crazy. But I could see, if I take the Bible to be truth, right? Let's assume that the the ancient, ancient civilization stuff is far more advanced than any of the other civilization stuff. There is mention of the, the Nephilim in the Bible that were already here, right? And they, it doesn't say much. But it said they came down and had children with the daughters of men or whatever and made giant people. It even says, like, heroes of renown is what it says. That's in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to that. So, you know, I'm, I'm real curious. So I went digging and there's, like, this book of Enoch that is supposed to detail what they are and what happened there. And it's that they were angels that came down and were helping humans do things that they should be able to do, right? Say, hey, we're going to show you how to make these awesome things, right? We're awesome. Worship us. We're cool, right? Pyramids. 
pyramids <laughs> being one example there's a lot of pyramids all over the world from the same time period way before they're saying humans existed so i could completely see that happening and then there was a flood because god was pissed at what they what were if, doing what if they all all that is real. okay i think but uh, <laughs> but what if it wasn't as long ago as twelve thousand years ago? What if it was just the six or seven that, based off the genealogical timelines, that is maybe established and could be. And what's what's crazy is it's not just the Bible that has this. It's every civilization, every civilization around that time has a very similar story. Of this kind of stuff that happened. We were here. There was these awesome things that came down from the sky. And they helped us. And then there was a massive flood. We all died. Right. You got Prometheus. So even, yeah, even the Greek stories, right? They've got very similar stuff. Same story, different names, right? Right. So. You got Thor. You know, it's like the Norse, the Greeks, uh, the Egyptians, Horus. Uh, you got, um, I don't know, about so, China. I'll, I'll say I'll say the book that I, I read. It's called Magicians of the Gods by Graham Hancock, and it in he he's officially an investigative journalist who just researches, but he has a focus on archaeological archaeological stuff. He goes to these sites and he studies them himself, and he has friends that are, have actual degrees that study all this. But he's not afraid to look at the ancient texts yeah. and tie it to something, right? like current science and stuff will say all of it is completely made up 100 percent, all of it but like when all the civilizations have the same similar story of most of it is saying uh, like a comet descended from the heavens and hit the earth everything got really cold a lot of things died and then after that there was a massive flood everybody's saying that so he's saying well there's got maybe there's something to this he's not afraid to to look at that and he says you know it's all speculation some of the stuff he says but you shouldn't be afraid to entertain the ideas right yeah and like that's why i like thinking about this right tying it to the bible and stuff like that i know like people at church would be like oh my gosh that's sacrilege you cannot say stuff like that so i'm just being curious right, right. it's not it's not going to change like my view on things and i think it, it may have been left out of our Bible, like the Book of Enoch and stuff, because it, it's too much, right? Right. It's it's too much. There's already enough stuff in there that for us nowadays would say, "Hey, this is this sounds kind of crazy." Right. There's a, there's books in the New Testament that are left off. Like there's one yeah. where I, I think it's the Gospel of Thomas. Or, I always say that I can't remember that for sure. But I know Enoch, there is a Gospel of Thomas. That was like, too, so. But the uh, he, where he, Jesus he's like fights the only a people lion. Like, <laughs> you know, they say he's one of the people only few that didn't die, right? He got raptured. Yeah, Enoch walks with God, and then he was where no more. He go through the, the gate and the firmament. The firmament. Yeah, maybe. Well, God, they sent him down and get him. But it's funny. All of them say, you know, how's this tied to flat Earth though? Because, <laughs> like. If all this stuff is giving some truth to these stories, what's to say that it's not, that this is not, 
And like as a Christian, you should believe that this is based in reality. Right. The people that take it literally and say, you know, there's a whatever, there's a firmament, there's stuff in it. Like even in the church itself, they'll be like, well, it probably meant this, something that makes more sense to us, right? And I don't, I don't think that's going to affect your salvation one way or the other. But I don't see anything wrong with people taking it literally either, yeah. right? And there's and like with creation, there's people like, oh, we're six thousand years old, and then there's people like that also believe the Bible. Like, no, it, it can be older. You know, yeah. we don't know what a day was to God back then. Yeah. But like, yeah, people I've are off. Wondered, like towed across that line of like, which is one hundred percent like fact, and which is one like is there to be, like is just like an idea, like because it even like I think it. Jesus is supposed to be is God. Jesus is God coming out of man in like human form. When Jesus speaks to people, he speaks in parables. Mm-hmm. So if he's 100% God, maybe some of the stories that they're giving, I'm not saying this is fact, or anything like that. Yeah. the idea is coming in mind, that maybe some of the stories are stories to help us in a simpler way understand the idea of creation. Right. Yeah. And then there's like, they're like, look, it's a long time ago. <laughs> but, that, but God did it. Way quicker than you can understand, <laughs> or something. I don't know, but right, yeah, yeah. So, I like to think that too, but it starts to break down when there's a pretty good uh, genealogical record from Adam onward. They kept a pretty detailed. Yeah, yeah, it goes so from then, the beginning so, to the end. So, so, then, <laughs> yeah. so then that gets broken down with, and the only theory where I question you, Lee, because it's the same way we question all these scientists coming up with the complicated answer is it doesn't doesn't say the day's different or it doesn't say you know the day could be different i mean it could be but it doesn't you know right it does it's a theory and i think if anyone comes out to say it is this or it is that is wrong right you don't know you don't know nothing you don't know it's such an old book really old it could be either it could be or it's not you shouldn't be afraid to think about it right right isn't it rob skizzy and them that talk about how interesting it was that book enoch and them was only discovered in the dead sea scrolls and yeah, the Jubilees and those books, right? And, and that's why you know. And I talked to our buddy Shannon. He was on for the Satan one. He he knows a lot of stuff. The reason it's not in our Bible is because they don't have evidence of it earlier than when they found it. Right? They right. only found it in the Dead Sea Scrolls. So if you're if you're being thorough with finding stuff that is true, yeah, you no have to have answers. multiple instances from multiple locations, and they don't have that for the Book of Enoch. So. Yeah. Now, reading it, it works, right? It, it sounds like it belongs there. But the again... The is he was mentioned in other chapters, other books. Yeah, but, he was mentioned by name, so that but, gives it some... Yeah. But again, like, and Shannon was saying, you know, with those, uh, someone could have easily taken the Bible and found that part and mm-hmm. looked at other things and just kind of written their own thing. It could yeah. have happened, right? Yeah. So that's why you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be careful with everything, right? In which they found that also so long after the Council of Nicaea or whatever, when they even yeah. parsed most of the Bible or the 
Bible we know today together that they they were they, yeah <laughs> they didn't revisit it like they were playing it they were playing it safe yeah. and I can understand that and if they they probably won't go back and change it if they find more evidence of this book later it's just it's gonna because oh, you can just change the Bible did you change the Bible like that that's well, what you did you know, you that just means it's probably all made up you know yeah you just go and just and find some book in some the desert and just throw it in or find it in a <laughs> so in the a tent. yeah. <laughs> Then the main reason I wanted to mention that was in the book of Enoch. There's a there's a book in there that details. It's called like you know the details of the the heavens or whatever, and it describes how everything works yeah. essentially, and it works with the flat Earth model. So doesn't mean it's true. You believe now, man? Doesn't mean it's true. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, it's worth a read, though. I'm interested. I need to go read the book. Of Enoch. I've never read it. I read it like twice, but it's been a couple of years. It is accurate, right? And so one thing, like, people will argue, and they will say, okay, so we found the same story of people being bad, getting killed by a flood, and all this stuff. Yeah. And they use that as a, well, it's just a story, right? Yeah. Everybody has that story. Why so, so, so why is the Bible special, right? But, I mean, it's weird that they're all the same. So it definitely happened. And it's not... Because if you've got people, you have to believe that there were people on Earth other than Adam and Eve, right? Yeah, they kind of mention that like a little bit. People ignore that part and explain it away because that's just how church is. They don't want to. They don't want to speculate on anything. But you, the other civilizations were not of God, right? They right. didn't follow God. They followed gods, or maybe these angels were their gods, right? Or aliens. That, yeah doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound crazy right so they could have their own text that say you know these people came down from the sky they gave us technology and all this cool stuff we liked them but they got pissed yeah. and killed everyone right mm -hmm. i don't think that takes away from the bible right in that in this scenario there's people all over the earth but we were god's chosen yeah. I say we now, we're not, I'm not Jewish, yeah. but when Jesus came, he didn't came for everyone, but uh, yeah, they were God's chosen people, and that's what the Bible is, they're the Hebrews, that's, yeah. that's their story, right, and there's mention to the other stuff going on on the outside. And it ties to real places and real civilizations, so yeah, I don't think... The only one I think that there's barely any evidence of is David. There's like almost no evidence from what I, from what I remember reading about learning about to the to the civilization yeah. and the kingdom of David gotcha. other than people just referencing David hmm. there's no like his temples are all gone his, his castles are all gone all of that's gone but, and that I'm trying to remember oh. some stuff his poems are still there he wrote some beautiful poems yeah <laughs> did but, but yeah you tie that to the freemasons david's son was solomon freemasons come from solomon well supposedly <laughs> we can actually tie this to the freemasons the freemasons are supposed to be the ones responsible with making sure we don't find out the earth is flat hmm. because nasa is all freemasons probably true at least the initial nasa was so 
You see where Buzz Aldrin was yelling at the airplane people the other day? People were filming him. He was going off on like a, he missed his flight and they were, he was mad that they didn't hold the flight for it. And he was yelling at the, the, the airline clerks and stuff. Good old Buzz. Buzz, man. Buzz, man. You send that guy to the moon? Remember I kind of had my head out and then the bungee cord pulled me back up? <laughs> <laughs> so that is... That is first take on Flat Earth. I'm sure we'll have revisit revisit that people want. I'm sure Dylan will want to come back if he hasn't already. Just completely, he probably doesn't want to be doesn't want to associate with us. But Dylan, you can't you can't be afraid to question things, right? right? Even if it sounds crazy, just look into it. Be skeptical. I don't know. I don't have any idea, Mm -hmm. but I like. uh, Interested in some of Lee's uh, experiments he's going to conduct. Yeah, so. we might have to do a big balloon experiment too, and just yeah. We need to send a get a GoPro and There's just a, send it up there. Yeah, can you get get a GoPro and just? Well, most people are saying the GoPro by default has a fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what? That's what I was telling Aaron. We need to make a, we need to like October sky this crap and make our own rocket. Yeah. And those are good. Shoot movie. it up. I liked that movie. That was one honest. of my favorites of all time. We watched that movie like ten times in school. So I love space stuff, guys. I'm so disappointed that freaking NASA man. NASA man. I don't want to be an astronaut anymore. Man. Yeah. Did you ever watch Raiders of the Lost Ark again? I watched it, yeah. I watched so it the other night. My answer to that. So, Aaron. Okay. Matt, well, Matt, why don't you tell Aaron what okay, you Okay, so I, pro- I posed the... I said that I believe, and I said this saying, I like Star Wars, okay? Mm-hmm. I love Star Wars. But as a singular movie, I believe that Raiders of the Lost Ark is better than any single Star Wars movie by itself. So I watched it. Raiders of Lost Ark again, and now I have an answer. But what is your answer? Or do you have to go back and watch uh, it too? I'd, I'd probably, I mean, I remember watching both series equally, probably about as much. I know, I love both of them. You know, as a whole trilogy, you can't compare them. I think that the. I think Star I didn't Wars like Raiders until I was a little older and understood Raiders of Lost Ark more. Yeah. I like Last Crusade a lot too. Last Crusade. Who I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I was just comparing it to like just like as a singular movie because it's but yeah, you could take it as a trilogy if you want to but I think as a tri- I personally as a trilogy think that the Star trilogy Wars they're bad. all pretty weak because they don't really you know you can watch them all you can watch them all individually and they are just good standalone movies yeah not like Star Wars right that a big cricket over under there? It's yeah. a plastic cockroach that Rory likes to throw at Mandy because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> she pretends like she doesn't like it. All right, anyways. I'll have to think about it, too. I'll have to, so here's I'll have to think about it, too. My answer is I disagree. And I, th- I think your statement is worth looking into. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... In my head, to make this a fair battle, I just said, okay, A New Hope versus Raiders of the Lost Ark, which do I think is a better movie. I do think A New Hope is better. Only because watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's some really cool stuff. Yeah. 
the main actors are good. Mm-hmm. Marion Marion sucks pretty bad. It's not as bad as the one in Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That girl in Temple of Doom. What's crazy is that that girl in Temple of Doom. She didn't have to do any more movies after that because Steven Spielberg was like, "All right, we're getting married. You're done. You're done <laughs> yeah. doing, doing any more <laughs> He locked her up. Yeah. But I saw a lot of over the top cheesy stuff, and I know, I know, yeah, and I, and it's weird that didn't fit to me. Kind of like the same reasons why I have some issues with Last Jedi. Just too much, right? I'm trying to think of like specifics. Like you know, there's the funny ones where the guy with the sword shows up. He's swinging around. He just shoots him. Right. Yeah. That that fits. That yeah. works. That works with his character. But there's just some weird like. The first scene is like snakes. I hate snakes. Like some of it's and good, it's some like, of it's bad, right? Yeah. And. Who was even that pilot guy the whole time? I don't Jacques. know. I think never see him again. <laughs> I think all of the characters in A New Hope are great and acted well. Even like the random guys on the Death Star, like in Tarkin's conference room. Even it was good, right? One of the big things that stuck out was early on when they're in the like in Nepal in that bar. Yeah. And the the one German guy's there chasing after him. And oh, yeah. he grab he grabs the the ah, medallion, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it, he just sits there and screams for a while, and somehow he catches on fire, and then like just ah, runs over to the window and jumps out. Right, mm-hmm. and it's just like that. Yeah. I guess you might be like your points are. I don't remember any of that in Star Wars, hmm. A New Hope, that I can think of that was just like, uh, that's kind of. What about when? <laughs> Darth Vader cuts through Obi Wan Kenobi and his robes. Darth Vader, where's the cut in the robe? Yeah, <laughs> lightsaber cut through a wall, but he can't cut through mm. a robe. That's a good point. And I thought the oh, man, which I mean, I like Star Wars. Your your sweat your 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 points are very are very good. So. I, th- I and I just feel like they could have done more. Because it's like, we got the arc, there's a bunch of chasing around and all that stuff. There's a lot of chasing around, and that might be... Star Wars guy has that too, though. But, and then the the arc scene is like five minutes long. They open it, everybody dies at the end. I feel like there could have been more with... They do show it on the boat, and like it burns a hole in the side, right? Foreshadowing that there's something there. I wish there was more of that. Like just weird things happening a, that the and ultimately you don't think much of it, but maybe it's the art causing yeah. it. You know, there's a few boring parts in the movie that I think there's some boring parts in Star Wars. I do hope too. Yeah, yeah, but pretty much I'd all say, of Uncle Owen. But you were just saying you said every any single Star Wars. Like though. I was talking I would about say like Force Awakens. I like. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm a I'm a big Indiana Jones. Force Awakens so I, and Empire Strikes Back. I did overlook. I, would say I like yeah. more of the Raiders as single movies. There was some cheesy effects. I will overlook that though because it's an old movie, right? <laughs> Star Wars didn't have to use special effects other than lightsabers and blaster things. They used models and stuff, so they could get away with it. But having the arc and the ghosts come out and all that stuff, right? Uh, they had no other way to do it, right. so and I understand time, that. that was actually decent. Yeah. so I'm cool with that. Yeah. But it's just the weird. 
There wasn't a ton of it, but just some of it. And I thought, I don't know. I guess the music was okay. Music's good. Well, both saw with any idea, but this is. a good movie. I did notice there's a lot of recycled sound effects from Star Wars in yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah, the sounds <laughs> just like a tie fighter. Yeah. <laughs> And there was the sound that the Death Star makes when it blows up was the sound that the generator makes when they're opening the arc, right? Mm-hmm. That's powering everything. It makes the same noise That's when it funny. blows That's up. Funny. So, but it is understandable. Yeah. It's the same guy. I get that. I get that. But I think, I'm pretty sure Raiders of the Lost Ark is ranked higher on the, the American Film Institute yeah. Top 100. So They say this, like, it's, and it's based on the idea of the story. The story itself is... Oh, it's the story. Okay. That's a, yeah, and it's like the film, like that movie was nominated for like way more awards than Star Wars was. Yeah, I think it does have a more interesting overall story. Yeah, digging up the lost art, mm-hmm. and it is ends up being yeah. ends up being supernatural, right? And Indiana Jones himself as a character is a very strong yeah character. It's like almost like a as it like kind of like a. He's not competing against Luke and Darth Vader and Yoda. He's just, just, just Brody. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars was cool. The story is, it's just guy, kid, you know, runs away from home. Yeah. Has some fun, saves the day. It's not yeah. that interesting. Yeah. The whole series, though, is. Yeah. But just that one. Yeah, as a series, I know, I wouldn't have made the comparison. Because there's weak parts, especially in the later two Indiana Jones movies. I feel like there's weaker story points. And I, I said later two Star Indiana Jones movies on purpose because there is no fourth Indiana Jones movie. In my mind. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say. But yeah. I, I, think we'll, I think we'll wrap it up here. The fights are starting. But yeah. Look into it, guys. Don't be afraid to question anything. But don't just go watch a YouTube video and be like, oh, they're right. That's correct, right? right. Even question that stuff. Question everything. <laughs> yeah, if they're right. They're, they're right about everything. Just don't. When they start, it, it, you got to look at both videos. It's easy to, to pick one that's on your side and agree with everything. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at the other side and see what they say. Yeah. With an open mind. <laughs> right. And I think I don't have a final answer because a lot of the YouTube videos on both sides where they're saying, oh, this proves it, it their logic is flawed or something right. on both sides. So it's just got to dismiss it. My, in my final opinion of it is basically that, do I think the Earth is flat? Uh, I don't know. Do you think it's round, perfectly round like a marble like you see from space? No, I do not think it's that. I think that our view, the, the Earth, the shape of Earth that we've been fed is wrong. And that's my final thing. I don't know what it looks like yet. Maybe we'll probably never find out because government hides stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. all we got. Any so final just, comments? No, we don't. We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. I think there's just a lot of fishy stuff. That's all I gotta say. A lot of fishy. As with most conspiracies, it's just we'll they're to... keeping secrets, so we get to speculate on what yeah. the secret is. And then when you move to Michigan. We'll mm-hmm. have to have a call, figure out a way to get the call-in thing to mm-hmm. go in so we can do, because Aaron also is, he's skeptical of dinosaurs. Yeah. And one day we'll have to. Skeptical of dinosaurs, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to look I'm into sc- it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. 
You guys can go ahead and look into it if you want. Hmm. Yeah, look into that as well. Look into it. Look into it. <laughs> look into it. Look into All right. It. Adios, guys. <laughs>